This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. Live here on Clubhouse inside of Club Pod as we're hanging out with the one and the only Amy Porterfield. I am super excited to have you here. Amy, 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 how are you? Good to see you. Well, hey there, Steve. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's awesome having you here. Looking forward to our time together here on our Wednesday series. Try to do this every Wednesday at noon Pacific. I guess technically it wouldn't work for you if you're on Eastern time or anywhere else because we call this Lunch with the Legends, and uh, we've been able to sit down with some really awesome folks, including Michael Stelzner and Johnny Lee Dumas and um, Pat Flynn and many, many others, and we've got a number of folks hanging out with us in the Lunch with the Legends series coming up here live on Clubhouse here in Club Pod every Wednesday at noon. And uh, today, like I said, we're really, really happy and fortunate to be joined by the one and only Amy Porterfield. So, Amy, you, uh, you've you been digging on Clubhouse, huh? I have. I've really enjoyed it. I think it's been a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. I want to uh, I want to get your pulse on it because this is a, this is a question we've been we've been talking about here uh, in Club Pod quite extensively. As a matter of fact, we're going to do our part seven of the series sometime here in the in the next week or so. Uh, and, and that series is will Clubhouse kill podcasting? Right. That's that's been the theme of one of the series that we've been doing here in Club Pod. And so that is the question that I would then throw over to you. As well, and, and and for those of you, and let me just say, if you don't know Amy Porterfield, please make sure you click on her bio here, uh, hanging out in Clubhouse, just put your little thumb on her face. As a matter of fact, let me make sure that I do what I need to do here, which is making Amy a moderator, just in case anything goes wrong in this room, which it's technology, and it's known to do those funky things. <laughs> um, so, you know, put your little thumb on on Amy's pretty face there and, and check out her profile. But in, in the world of podcasting, anyway, although Amy's done a lot of things online for a number of years, in the world of podcasting, uh, Amy's show, Online Marketing Made Easy, that podcast uh, is, uh, are you still fighting with Jennifer number one, or have you finally decided to push her to the side and take over number one completely? Where, where are you guys at right now? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I know you've been dancing around the top, whatever it is, two, three, four, five, and certainly number one on, on many an occasion there in, under marketing. So huge podcast. What's your take? Do you, I mean, do you, Amy, do you see any threat here? Is, is Clubhouse a threat to podcasting as, as you see it? Here's how I see it. I think that because Clubhouse is new and hot and interesting to most of us, I think it's where we might be spending more time right now than usual. So maybe taking us away from some of the podcasts we listen to, perhaps. It hasn't for me, but I think that could be a behavior for some. But my prediction is that when things kind of normalize again. I would never, ever say that Clubhouse would take over podcasting. And for me specifically, when I do a podcast episode, I'm sitting down and many of the times it's a solo episode. I'm teaching on a strategy, how to create digital courses, how to grow your email list, how to scale your business. I'm sitting down and I'm literally walking people through a step-by-step process. That's what's unique about my podcast. You walk away and you can learn. I don't do that on Clubhouse. I have conversations like this. I invite my friends up. I do my own rooms. We laugh. We have a great time. We add insight. But if you're looking for a a training, a walk away with, okay, I know exactly what I need to do next, that's my podcast. I won't ever do that here. So I keep them separate. Mm -hmm. No, that totally, totally makes sense. And so to that end, how how then in, in your way of thinking moving forward, can podcasters and podcast fans balance the two and and leverage the two? So in terms of leveraging the two, the way I've looked at it is that I'm very intentional with everything I do in my business. And so I'm here on podcast to 
to grow my audience. And of course, the only way to really grow a true loyal audience is to give value and insight. So I think my time here is really valuable. If I come on here, share some of my strategies for how I podcast, how I grow my email list with podcasting, what I do with sponsorships, if we're looking at this one topic, if I come here and share some really good nuggets that people can get value from, they're going to want to find me on my podcast. It's going to go beyond Clubhouse. So my strategy here is to show up, be present, be valuable, and be myself 100%. And I think that's going to move over to everything I do outside of Clubhouse. Yeah, totally get that. And and so let's, I, I want to just give folks a, a little bit more of an understanding of, of who you are as, as a person, not the person that they see in the video, not the person that they see, yeah, you know, on, online and not the person that they might hear on, on the podcast. On the personal side, take us through, you actually had a, a pretty dramatic mm, change in, in terms of your, your personal life. You moved out of California, right? So give folks an update on just what's going on on the personal front, because a lot of people may not realize that you know you were here for a long time in California. You just made a pretty big shift in the uh, on your on your personal side. I did, and so I was born and raised in Southern California, and for the last 12, 13 years, I've lived in San Diego or the Carlsbad area, and I love, love, love California. But what happened was I have a stepson and he went away to college. He's 18. He went away to college in California. And my husband and I looked at each other. We've been talking about it for the last few years. And he really wanted, my husband Hobie, really wanted to move to Tennessee. He loves Tennessee, loves Nashville, loves this area. And so he's been talking about it. And we thought maybe we'd buy a second home. But California is really tough with taxes. And so we wouldn't have gotten a really great tax benefit if we had a home in Tennessee and home in California. But if we went all in with Tennessee, we'd see a huge tax break. So because we were both ready for a change, the world's been crazy. And we just thought, well, now's the time. We packed up on December 27th and drove with my dog Scout to Nashville, where we bought a brand new home here and we are making our lives here. And I might have cried a few times because I do miss the California sunshine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so let's let's talk about something fun that happened um, that I'm happy to announce here and I'm happy to share here. And you guys actually will be the first to to know this, uh, meaning my my clubhouse folks, because Amy already knows this because we talked about it. But you and I had a chance to sit down uh, not terribly long ago for an interview for Podcast Magazine. And what's really interesting, and and I'll I'll circle back to what's exciting, and we'll, and we'll share that announcement here uh, in a minute. But what's really uh, interesting and exciting, and I don't even know if I sent this to you or not. But when we were first thinking about launching Podcast Magazine. You know, we had to come up with a few mock covers, right? We had to show generally what this is going to look like. Is there going to be an interest in, in what we're doing here, et cetera, et cetera. One of the mock covers, and I don't think I sent this to you, Amy. One of the mock covers that we came up with was actually you on the cover. And so it's just, it's so interesting to see how of the That's mock- crazy. Right? So we did, we did four mock covers, and right now we are, um, well, we're, we're, we're two for four right now. We will be three for four. Certainly hoping the community can help us go four for four on this. But the four mock covers that we, we created were, number one, Rachel Hollis. Number two, Joe Rogan. Number three, Johnny Lee Dumas. And number four, Amy Porterfield. So I'll share the announcement here in a moment. But I just want to talk about the, the power of, of having vision and the power of enrolling people into your vision. Because I think one of the things that you're so good at is enrolling people into your vision. And unless you can have a vision, it's really hard to bring anything to fruition unless you know what you want that to look like. So for us, we knew we wanted to sit down with people like you and John and Rachel and Joe and so on. And we put out that vision and we've been able to bring that vision to fruition. Can you speak to the power of creating that vision? And where do you think that in is, is it intuition or where, where do you think you're able to download all these great ideas from? I think it comes from allowing myself to have ideas that I don't judge and start to like, you could have judged yourself and said like, Joe Rogan, really? Can I really get him on the podcast? And, or can I get him on the cover? Which I have no doubt you can for the record. Thank you. Thank and you. you 
you could have judged that, but then what is that going to do? What is it going to serve? A lot of times when I have thinking that doesn't serve me, I always ask myself like, what if I thought the opposite? What if I went Mm. the other direction? And I really do believe setting a vision and putting it out there, something that really feels out of reach is incredibly powerful. It's funny in the audience right now, I see Tiffany Lee Bymaster right below us. And Mm -hmm. she talks a lot about her vision board. And um, she's got so many amazing things on her vision board. And one thing that was big to her, to me, I just feel egotistical saying it, but she wanted to be on my podcast. And it was on her vision board years ago. And through Clubhouse, we've gotten even closer in terms of content. And she was on my podcast recently, and she showed her vision board. And what I loved about it is that was on her vision board years ago, and she never gave it up. She's like, it's going to happen. And I felt like it was such a get to have her on my podcast. But I do believe putting things out there and then just kind of letting them go a little bit makes a big difference because you never know what will circle around. You got to put it out there and then you got to let go. Mm. Yeah, that's really, really powerful. And so one of the things that we're really excited to to announce here, and you guys are the first to, to know this, is that, well, that vision is going to come to fruition Uh, in terms of having Amy on the cover of Podcast Magazine, because Amy will actually be gracing the cover of our May edition, which uh, we're super excited about because last May, which was our first year, and for those of you who are subscribers, thank you. If you're not, you can just go to clubpod.club and grab a free lifetime subscription to Podcast Magazine. The thing that was really exciting for us last year as we started looking at the editorial calendar was, you know what, maybe we can do something like the top 50 moms in podcasting to celebrate Mother's Day. And then maybe we can do like the top 50 dads in podcasting to celebrate Father's Day. And so we got to thinking about it and we were like, you know what, let's let's see if Amy would want to be on the cover of the May issue and allow us to recognize her as the top mom in in podcasting in our in our in our second list of the top 50 moms in podcasting and what was your okay. what was your reaction to that I was gonna say, we need to talk about please this. so when so right before Steve told me that I had made the cover of this amazing magazine um, we were talking about me and my journey as a mom and I am a stepmom and so when I when my son Cade was four years old, I married his dad and he's been in my life since he was really, really little. And now he's in college and there's never been a moment that that kid doesn't tell me he loves me when we talk on the phone or when we live together, when we were in California. And I have a very special bond with him, but it's a different bond than if I were his birth mom. He doesn't call me mom. He calls me Ames and he um, is very close to his mom. And that's a whole other story. I'm very close to his mom as well. But I've always wanted a special relationship with him. And I've had to figure it out over the years because it hasn't been what I thought it should be. So I've struggled with it, but also love this kid more than life itself. So when Steve said, we want to put you on the cover, it still makes me want to cry. I, I it, it makes me emotional because I'm a stepmom and stepmoms typically don't get recognized in that way. At least I haven't had that experience. And so I felt like it said a lot about Steve to go beyond just the traditional. And it also was such an honor. And Steve, I got to tell you, I told my husband while we were driving that night, I told him what you had done. And he goes, I wish I could shake that guy's hand because for how much you've wanted to step into the mom role with Cade and what you've gone through with that, that is like the biggest gift he could give you. So my husband says, thank you so much because mm. I think it says so much about you and the business you have. Oh, thank you for that. And 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 you were, you were super emotional about it. And and as someone, I also have a, a stepchild. I, my wife had a son when she was very young. Uh, so when I first met him, he was 10 now he's 35, so it's you know it's uh, he's a, he's a grown ass man now. But I hear you, and it's just an interesting dynamic, and, and it's certainly an interesting societal dynamic in terms of how people view step parents. And you know, it's kind of like just I don't know what we do to get past that, but I'm 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 certainly happy to do our part and as much as we can here to help recognize those who may not be the birth parent. But I mean. By all measures, they are that child's parent. 
Yeah, it, it really is a big deal. I, I told a story uh, once that I was on a plane and I was coming back from this event with a bunch of women entrepreneurs and they were new friends. I didn't really know them until the event. We got on this plane and one woman was talking about a challenge she was having with her daughter. And she and I was there with the other women showing sympathy like, oh, my gosh, that's so hard. And she looked at me and said, well, you wouldn't really get it. You're a stepmom. Mm. And in that moment, that was when I was very young into being a stepmom and I was crushed, but you wouldn't say that to an adoptive mom or a, a, a mom, you know, that adopted her child or a surrogate mom or anything like that. So it's interesting, the dynamic that sometimes comes up with step parents. So yeah, it's something that I I've um, navigated through for many years. So again, yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I definitely look forward to the time where I can shake his hand and I'll say hello. And of course, give you a, <laughs> give you a hug as well when we get, you know, past definitely. pandemic stuff here. Let me let me do this. So for those of you who are just joining us uh, for the first time here in Club Pod, uh, here on Clubhouse, welcome. Obviously, if you're listening to the podcast edition, we encourage you to join us. Uh, definitely check out Clubhouse in general. Lots of fun things, lots of great conversations going on. Uh, but also make sure that you come into Club Pod so that you can get notifications of when we go live here on Club Pod. As a matter of fact, we just onboarded uh, another 20, I think, Club Pod leaders uh, which gives us 60 people that we've now vetted uh, and who are mm, qualified and trained to run Club Pod rooms. And so our goal, our mission with Club Pod is very simple, and that is to elevate the podcast industry one room at a time. And so we know that I, you know, I can't do this all by myself, and so we've got amazing people uh, on our Club Pod leadership team who are running rooms all day. As a matter of fact, our goal here. And Amy, I'd, I'd love to get your take on this because you're such a smart marketer. Our goal is to ostensibly become sort of a 24-7 channel of, of programming as it relates to podcasts, podcast culture, the world of podcasting, the industry, products, programs, services, et cetera, that support this industry as a whole. And we now have added more international club pod leaders to be able to fill some of those overnight hours and so on. But our goal is here on Clubhouse, pretty much any time, if not any time you come on, you'll be able to come into a room and we'll have high-level conversations that really add value to what it is that you're doing around the world, uh, around the you know the whole world of podcasting as a general, whether you're just in general, whether you're just a fan, uh, whether you're in the industry, or uh, whether you have a podcast yourself. What what's your what's kind of your knee jerk to to that initiative, Amy, and, and as far as Clubhouse and just in general is concerned? I absolutely love it. I am amazed how at any hour when you jump on here, people are engaged in hundreds of conversations, thousands of conversations. I think it's so cool because you are an international company that people all over the world could jump in at different times and have these conversations. I think just assembling the right people and getting the right process in place would kick this off. But I think it's really exciting. Yeah. And if you're just joining us uh, here in Club Pod or you're an old friend of Club Pod already, uh, one of the things that you may see that we do here quite consistently uh, is we bring up folks to the stage, uh, just like I'm going to be doing here in a few minutes, to be able to ask our special guests their own questions. So you're going to have an opportunity here to take the stage uh, and be able to ask your questions uh, of Amy. And so I'll open up the hand raising. It is still open, actually, in this moment. I haven't shut it down. I'm not planning on shutting it down. We'll just keep it open here. But the the first people that we bring up historically are those who show some love to the club. Like you see here with Doc, and you see if you scroll down, you see some other people that have done this as well, where they change over their profile image, even if it's just temporarily while you're hanging out here in Club Pod. Show some love to the club. Change over your profile image. I'll do the pull to refresh, the good old PTR. Take my thumb, swipe it down. I'll get the little clock thingy going. Uh, and then I will see the new images there. So... If you want to ask a question of Amy, just like you see Doc doing there in the second row, go ahead and switch over that profile image. We love when you do it, just showing some love for the club. Thank you for that. And uh, and those are the people that we're going to bring up first here with questions. So change over the profile image and raise your hand, and then we'll we'll give you the opportunity here to come on up. All right. So Amy, let me let me ask you this. Um, in, in terms of the the world. Uh, that you live in, in the online marketing world. One of the things that that you do so well, as you said, with each episode, and this is why I think it's a little bit different than what you see here on Clubhouse, but with each of your episodes, you really do help people to get to a particular solution for a problem that they may be facing, whether it's visibility or leads or revenue or you know all of the above. 
you're really good about getting them a particular solution to a very specific problem in, in, in each episode. As you look here out at 2021, and perhaps a little bit further out over the next couple of years here, where do you think the biggest opportunity lies in terms of people being able to generate leads and revenue in ways that they may not be thinking about in the online world? Are you talking specifically about on their podcast? Well, it can be, or because we have a lot of business owners that are here, it could be people who just love podcasts and just want to hear from you, but don't have any desire to launch a podcast. If you had to narrow it down and just say, here's one key initiative that I really think every business owner, whether you're a coach or speaker or author or podcaster or you know, holistic practitioner or small business owner, et cetera, should be focusing on if perhaps they're overlooking that opportunity. Yes, I think that one of the things that we should be focusing on is, of course, list building. But give me a second because I'll get into it a little bit more. I think that some people look at list building as though a thing they need to do in their business and then they want to move on from it. And it's not the sexiest, most fun thing we do in our business. So it's like, let me put a lead magnet out there. Let me just try to build my list right now. Okay, now I'm going to move on to something else. And the secret to success with building a very profitable business online is that you are list building every single day in your business, but you're doing it in an intentional behind the scenes way. So that doesn't mean you're hustling to get a lead today. That means you put systems in place in many different ways in order to grow your email list so that it's happening all the time in the back end of your business. So let me give you an example. If you do have a podcast, then you are seeding a lead magnet, some kind of giveaway in your episodes. It's just part of the conversation. Hey, if you love this and you got to go grab that cheat sheet, it's all about X, Y, Z, then you continue on. And I have these throughout my podcast. So every day I'm growing my email list because they've been seeded even one or two years ago. So it's this always be listening, uh, list building, always intentional back end of your business. It's running there. Yeah, really sage advice. And so is email marketing dead in your mind? And there's not even close. I wouldn't make the kind of money I make in my business without my email list. It's everything to me. Social media can come and go. The algorithm can change like that. We've actually seen it done so. But what you can't take away from me is my email list or the relationship that I have with people on my email list. So it's a huge part of how I do business. Yeah. All right, as you can see, we've uh, we've stacked the stage here <laughs> with a lot of love for Club Pod. As a matter of fact, um, a lot of love from uh, from our Club Pod leadership group. So there you go. Outside of outside of Bethany, Alex, Rachel, Abby, Doc, and uh, Marco are all part of our Club Pod leadership group. So uh, good to have part of the team here. But Bethany, you uh, you raised your hand first, and again, we'll take as many questions as we can here before Amy says, "You know what." I gotta go. Um, so let's see how many we can get in here. Try to keep it really brief. And again. The first people that we're bringing up are those who show love to the club, changing over that profile image. I'll do the pull to refresh. And if you show the club pod logo there, again, it's not mandatory, but we love when you do it. Those are the folks we're going to get to first. Uh, Bethany, we saw you did that right away and raised your hand. So what is your question for Amy? Hi, Steve. Um, First off, I'm excited. Thank you for bringing me up. I am an Amy Porterfield long-term student. Just finished DCA in uh, 2020, and I'm, I'm probably your biggest fan, Amy. All your team Porterfield knows. <laughs> so um, here's my question. I have grown my email list very quickly. Um, I'm up to about 5,000 people and I've done pretty much everything in terms of Facebook ads and getting scrappy with it on in Facebook groups and all of that. I, I think my next step is to start a podcast. And so I guess what I'm looking for from you, Amy, is what would be the, the, the lowest cost, get it done by Friday, things I can do to, to, to get it started? Oh, I love this. And Bethany, I absolutely adore you. And thank you so much for being here and being such a star student. So the absolute uh, fastest and cheapest way to get going is something that I always think of when I have a lot of girlfriends who podcast and they literally, they get 
they get a microphone, they get their laptop computer, they go into a closet and they start recording. And I really do believe like I, you know me, cause you're in my world, you know, I like to have a process and a system and be professional. And that is just runs through my blood. But I'm always envious of the scrappiness that some people have where they're like, I don't care if it's a great mic. I don't even care if it's the best computer or anything like that. I'm just going to get it done. And so I think you should create a challenge for yourself to say, okay, by this date, I'm going to have five episodes recorded and I'm going to go live on this date. And I think setting those challenges for yourself and knowing, look, I'm going to go for a B plus work. I'm not going for A's. I'm going to go B plus work, do the best I can and get it out there. Don't worry about fancy equipment. Don't worry about uh, panels on your wall or like the best audio even. I think that will come. I think that's important, but not as important as getting started. Yeah, really great advice. And and I would also say, let's be honest here, Bethany. I mean, I'm I'm doing this as a as a podcast right now. Like I don't know if you heard or you were here right at the beginning, but this is being recorded as a, like I'm just gonna take this. I'm not gonna edit it. I'm not gonna do anything. All the ums, the ahs, the crackles, the this, that doesn't matter. All of this, whatever this ends up being will be exported as an MP3 file. It'll be uploaded as an episode of Reinvention Radio so we can you know, get some more love for, for Amy here. And, and this is just as simple as simple can be. So I'm using this as a dual purpose platform. I don't record my podcasts any other way. Now there's some high production stuff. Amy does a great job from a production standpoint. And that's why her show is as popular as it is. And you know, perhaps there is a correlation between the amount of production you put in, right, and the number of downloads that you get. I'm not going to sit here and say that there might not be a correlation there. But at the same token, if you look at Joe Rogan and what they do on their show, there's not a hell of a lot of editing there. It's just kind of go and go and go and let's see what happens. It's so true. And if you think of my friend, Rachel Hollis, uh, she's got her own podcast, The Rachel Hollis Show, just on your cover. And I know her production is way um, uh, simple. And sometimes I remember her saying she was doing it like in bed or in her bedroom or something like that. And she has a wildly successful podcast. So sometimes there's a correlation. Sometimes there's not. Yeah. So hopefully that's helpful for you. Uh, Just a quick reminder, make sure you're following Amy Porterfield. If you are not, just put your thumb on her pretty little face there and make sure that you are following Amy and turn on that bell so you get notifications of whenever she goes live. All of her rooms are always really high-value rooms. Uh, If you're not following me, I'm just random scrolling here, seeing some folks who aren't. Please make sure that you do follow me. Make sure you're following Club Pod and hit that bell so we can let you know the next time that we go live. Bethany, thank you, and thank you for showing some love to the club while you're here. Uh, Alex, let's get over to you for a question for Amy. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you having me here. Amy, pleasure to meet you here on Clubhouse. Quick thing that you guys started off and come out, like, is Clubhouse killing podcasts? And I also say no, because right now I am in the middle of a workout, which usually I would not jump on Clubhouse. But my next podcast episode queued is How to Silence Your Inner, Inner Critic and commit to success that was on your podcast, Amy. So <laughs> when Steve texted me and told me that you were going to be in the room, I'm like, well, I'm about to start a workout. I was going to listen to Amy anyway. I might as well actually try to talk to her. So uh, glad to be here. <laughs> um, so I have a question for you. I'm also a podcast host. I think like all of us in here. And last year, toward the end of the year, I got a dream guest that I landed. And if I'm not going to say her name for, for the purpose I'm going to bring up, but if I did say her name, everyone in this room would know who she is. It was somebody I worked really hard to get as a guest. But when I had her on the show, she she really didn't lead with value. And I'm not trying to be rude or mean, but like I, I was devastated. I told my wife, I'm like, I don't think I can post this because what she shared was very like conceited. It wasn't the direction I like the show to go. And I say this just to ask you a question. Like you've had so many amazing guests and episodes. Have you ever had any where you've just had to not post the episode? Has that ever happened to you? And how have you handled that? Okay, this is such a great question. Yes, I have had some of those situations. And it's interesting because the way I handled it was that I ended up posting it on an off day. So it wasn't on like the core day that I always post my podcast. Now, if anyone's listening and they were ever posted on an off day, we ended up starting to do bonus episodes. So this is not true to every off day episode. But this situation was. But here's the truth. I was mad at myself 
that I didn't go back to the person and say, hey, it just isn't going to work. It, it didn't it didn't fit well with the messaging or the, the stories we typically tell on the podcast. I'm so sorry to waste your time. I'm not going to be posting it. And I know that's unfortunate, but whatever. I wish I had the courage to actually go and say that. And for this one situation I'm thinking of, I just didn't. And it's really tricky because you're in some ways could be burning bridges. They could be really annoyed that you just wasted their time. But I think the honesty is better. And if it happens to me again, I'm committed just to be honest and say, hey, that's not going to work. Now, they might want to then re-record it. So it all gets a little bit awkward. Like, Alex, this is a hard question because oh, it yeah. kind of makes, makes my heart beat fast. Like, ah, oh, it's just, I don't know the right or wrong way. But I think honesty is always the right way. Okay, I'm going to take that challenge. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to go back to that individual and mention it out of a place of love and just mention that my audience has to do with value first. Yeah. Uh, as difficult as that'll be, but I, I actually just don't think that can, can post it. And I think you're probably right. I just need to go up to them and say that. And I, I want to hear that from a, a great podcaster like you, Amy. So thank you so much for that. Well, you're so welcome. And Alex, I commend you for doing it. I think you're going to feel like you did the right thing. Mm. You're not going to have that yucky feeling like I did where I posted it and probably shouldn't have and got very low downloads for it. So it affected the show. So you're doing the right thing, my friend. You're having the hard conversations. And I really commend you for that. Thank you, Amy. One of these days, I'm going to get you on my podcast. I'm going to be reaching out sometime soon. You're coming up Let's Tiffany's uh, vision board earlier. Your there name you is on my vision board since I launched my show. So it's going to happen one of these days. Alex, it's a yes. I'll there do you go. it. I'll do it because I love your courage. Oh, and I know, and I know how to connect you too. So we can make that happen. Happy to do it. Perfect. There you go. A match made in heaven. There you go, Alex. All right. So um, speaking of matches made in heaven uh, and lots of love for Amy here, uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge someone who was in row number five at this point, Mr. Roger Love himself. Uh, if you don't know Roger, you you definitely got to be following Roger. He is the one who really helps to, to save the world one voice at a time. He's worked with people like Reese Witherspoon and Bradley Cooper and uh, Selena Gomez, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, honored to have you here, Mr. Love, and honored that you're actually going to, well, hold on now, if you want to come up, of course you can come up, sir, uh, but super honored also because uh, tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific, which is 8 p.m. Eastern, Roger will be joining us here in Club Pod for a very special episode, and uh, and that will be super interesting. So yeah, Roger, there you go. What's going on, my friend? How are you? Go ahead and unmute yourself. Say hey. I just saw you and Amy broadcasting today, and I couldn't think of a better way to spend my lunch break. Nice. Well, good having you here, man. Hey there, Roger. <laughs> Hi, Amy. So, uh, so love all the things you say, and I'm a big fan fan of yours and and everything that you do. Well, thank you. Thank you. I know you and I uh, have tried to connect, and we keep missing each other, but I'm glad that we've connected here on Clubhouse. That's fun. Yes, absolutely. I, I look forward to building the relationship. And uh, Steve, I am excited about uh, our thing tonight. So thank you for uh, thank you for hosting me with that. Yeah, absolutely. And looking forward to that. Please make sure you guys show Roger some love here. Give him a follow uh, because th this is the man that you need to know. If you use your voice, you want to monetize your voice, you want to save your voice, you want to do anything with your voice from this moment forward and and maximize and optimize how you talk the the way that you breathe that the just i mean he is the person who trained bradley cooper to sing for a star is born and and there's there's no one better in the world and so because we we serve the the podcasting community here as we do uh in club pod I just was honored uh, to be able to bring Roger to the stage here for you uh, tonight at 5 p.m. So th th it'll be really, really interesting and, and look forward to that conversation, Roger. Well, thank you. I really I really came in to give love. I wasn't expecting to, to receive <laughs> some love. So thank you for that bonus. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, Rachel, what is your question for Amy? Well, hi, Amy. I have... Um actually been a fan of Amy for about a decade, personally and professionally and respectfully. <laughs> How are you, Amy? <laughs> Wait, is it Rachel? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yes. goodness. Hey, friend. It's, we worked together, hey. uh, just so everyone knows, we worked together back in my Tony Robbins days. Rachel, so good to hear your voice, friend. Oh, it's good to hear your voice too and see your lovely face as always. Uh, Steve, you know, I, I love the comment that you made about the leader plug, uh, 
club pod images. I think we're just taking Amy's advice and using Clubhouse as our vision boards and manifesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Love that. <laughs> well, Amy, um, I haven't caught up with you in quite some time, but uh, just as an introduction, uh, my name is Rachel Kowalski, and I am a creative lawyer and a ghostwriter and content creator. And I have been shifting my whole practice. Uh, those two things used to be very separate. And I'm now coming forth with that I help build and protect great ideas and content. So I am combining the two. Uh, finally, after all of these years, and putting my attorney hat on along with my creative hat and working with uh, anything from creative entrepreneurs to writers, authors, content creators, uh, just creatives in general to help them. Rachel, let's get right, just so we can get to more people, if you don't yes. mind, just yeah, question, yeah, please. So the background meaning, um, <clears throat> what I'm wondering is I'm trying to figure out what um what is the best way to present a podcast? I've been listening to a lot of them. I've been somewhat attracted to ones that are like three minutes long or five minutes long. And then there's ones that are 15 or 20 minutes long. And I'm wondering if they're between, you know, if you've had any experience knowing, like, is there that sweet spot of time? Um, I want to present legal tips, but then I also want to help people work through problems. Can you do both of those or does it get too confusing for your audience? You know, this is a great question, Rachel, because first of all, I love your topic because I help so many people create digital courses. Legal questions around their content come up so often. So this is needed and I'm excited for you to create a podcast around this. I believe that any length of time works as long as you're giving value. And it really does depend on your audience. If you have an audience, like if you think creatives want to be in and out, give me what I need and then I'm done, then by all means, that might be a way you want to go about it. But here's the challenge. I can't be in and out and offer the kind of value I want to offer. I can't give you a five-step system to grow your email list in five or 10 minutes. It's just not enough. So I take the liberty to go longer knowing if you really want to know this stuff, you're going to stick around. So I think go with what feels right for you first and try it out. And you could experiment with a few different times on your show and see, I always am checking the analytics to see what works best. So I think it's all of an experimentation, but go with what feels right for you first. Great. Thank you. And one other really quick add-on comment. Is there a good platform to start out as a beginning podcaster? Um, you're in it. You're on. You're <laughs> yeah, in it. Clubhouse. I'm wondering about the legalities of that too, right? The legalities of what? Of recording? Yeah, as long as they know it, right? As long as, long as, as, you as have that. yep. Say it in the title. Yep. Say it in the description, and uh, and then just like I said right here at the beginning, you know, if you come to the stage, this is a recorded session. If you come to the stage and you open up your microphone, you're giving us permission to record. If you don't want to be recorded, then please don't come to the stage. And I'll say that I love Libsyn. So I, I'm i a little bit different than Steve where I wouldn't use Clubhouse as my platform because I don't want to podcast that way. I like to use it in addition, but I like Libsyn as my platform. Okay, thanks so much for that. I'll take all, all right. that advice. There you cool. go. Thanks. Bye. Awesome. And so just so you guys know, the hand raising is open. We'll try to keep it popcorn style here. If you're enjoying the conversation, you can hit that plus sign at the bottom, ping people into the room, you can share via social, you can share via email, or you can just tag people that are here on Clubhouse right now and invite them into the conversation. Uh, speaking of which, let's go over to Abby. Abby, what is your question for Amy? Hey there. So I'm a very uh, ready fire aim person to a strength and so, you know, when I Hold on, we got to get you. You sound like you're in the closet now. Get back to your phone. Oh. Abby, come back to us. Come back to your phone. <laughs> come closer. There we go. What's that? Yeah. No, we, okay. we, we lost. No, Amy, you're fine. I'm talking to Abby. So oh. <laughs> Abby Sorry, went, went, no, no, you're good. Abby went far away from the phone. Just come back. <laughs> Sorry about that. There you are. I, I start to talk with my hands and forget that it's in my, in my hands. <laughs> so, but I started one, one to make a, uh, an impact that I was almost afraid of because it was a workplace one. And then I started one to lift up uh, female veterans and first responders. And then I even got the the bug to start a uh, yeah, subscription box, you know, so all this stuff scattered everywhere. And right when I launched the subscription box, I got a corporate job offer that I couldn't turn down. 
So my question is, I just hired a VA team starting this week and I'm getting them all lined out. When you, uh, when you have all this stuff going on, and I understand it's about farming out the things that anybody can do, not just you, but if you're down to, you know, you've got a little bit of money, where, where have you focused that money in your experience? Like if you could only hire one team member, what has been the best thing for you to, to uh, outsource? So for me, uh, if we're talking podcasting, outsourcing, everything except me talking is definitely what I would be outsourcing, editing and getting it posted in the show notes and all of that. Um, but other than that, helping with content creation, helping making sure things are getting posted online, posted on your website. I think content creation is one of the most important things you can do in your business and you've got to be consistent with it. So getting people to make sure you are consistent is golden. Great. Thank you. Yeah. And it's the all around personal brand, yada, 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 now sub box. And so, yep, that's the first thing we're starting on. So I feel like I'm headed in the right direction. Thank you. Nice. Nice. All right. Awesome. Let's kick it over to Dr. J. Dr. James Foster, what is going on, my man? Question for Amy. Thank you so much, Steve. Of course, love to the pot. Amy, it's, I'm so excited to speak with you. I've actually been waiting to ask you a very specific question. First, a little bit about reach. Um, I first was exposed to you um, in a Kellogg um, School of Management class. We read uh, how one woman broke through the glass ceiling and built a multi-million dollar uh, uh, course empire. Um, and uh, oftentimes we have a hard time kind of getting started and I have a mantra, first get it out, get, then get it right, then get it right all the time, then teach somebody else how to do it. The problem is, and this came up in the class and comes up with class, the problem is is that when we first get started, we make mistakes. You seem to be able to use transparency as a powerful way to move forward by um, building your business out loud and in public. How did you, my question is this, how did you get the courage to um, live your mistakes as a way of building your business? I love that you said courage because that truly is what it is. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to share all the mistakes. I don't want to take you behind the scenes and show you the messy side of things. I'd rather you just see the good professional stuff. However, I also know that I am doing a huge disservice to people coming up behind me that want to also grow an online business. And so what it turned out to be is I said, okay, this is no longer about me. I can't look all like I've got it all together when I never do. And so I've got to start sharing the stuff. And I did it uncomfortable. That is one thing I did learn from Tony Robbins that was stuck with me forever, that just do it uncomfortable, just get it out there. And so for the first two years of my business, I was super uncomfortable every single day. And I think you need to be in order to break through and make things happen. And so I just wanted to share with you, I don't like that part. It's not my favorite part, but I do it because it's not about me. And I've got to be honest and show somebody else what it's actually like to build a business online. Thank you for doing it for all of us. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. Love the love. All right, Marco, what's your question for Amy? We'll try to keep this popcorn style and get a few more in, please. Hey, Amy. Uh, first of all, thank you for answering our questions. Um, so what I was interested in is until recently, I was only using social media as lead generation until my old Instagram account got hacked. And then someone came in and taught me a late lesson that I need to build email lists of contacts. So what would be your main advice for someone to start building their list? I love this question because this is what I try to teach people. So thank you for sharing your misstep because it's going to be val valuable for other people listening right now where you cannot build your business on rented land. Social media is rented land. And you know this personally, but other people, I want them really to hear it. So my pointers for starting an email list is find one lead magnet, one cheat sheet, giveaway, um, some guide that you want to create, a 20-minute video, whatever it might be. Find something that your audience would say, this is so valuable, I can't believe it's free. Put the time to make it to create it and i'm talking like 48 72 hours let's not take three four weeks to create a lead magnet but get something out there and here's the deal i want you to talk about it anywhere and everywhere i want it in your clubhouse bio i want it in your instagram bio i want it on facebook i want you to run ads to it if you have a few extra uh, dollars to do so 
And I want it as a pop-up box on your website. So let's get that one lead magnet everywhere and anywhere that you can. And one more tip. One of the best things you can do is when you are interviewed on other people's podcasts, ask for permission that at the end, if they say, where can people find you, send them to your lead magnet. Before you send them even to your website, I always say my name of my podcast and then talk about a lead magnet. And then of course, on your podcast, it should be mentioned. Maybe at the top of your podcast, the end of your podcast, in the middle, be your own sponsor of your podcast by talking about your lead magnet. Love that. Awesome. Thank you, Amy. And Steve, I know that we're short in time, but is it cool if I just just one quick question? Uh, I'm going to have to just say no. I appreciate it, but I want to get to Yvonne uh, just so we can get to more people. But Marco, come back into Club Pod and we'll uh, we'll definitely give you the opportunity to take the stage again in the future. So yeah, I just want to be able to get to as many people as possible here. Uh, and speaking of lead magnets and speaking of, you know, sponsored by this episode of Lunch with the Legends with Amy Porterfield is brought to you by uh, Podcast Magazine. There you go. Right. So that would be a good example there, Amy. Right. We can do that. Exactly. And Amy there will actually go. be there. We go. Amy will be featured on the cover of our May edition. Uh, we just released our March edition uh, issue featuring uh, the one and only Rachel Hollis. And so you can grab a free lifetime subscription. Uh, at clubpod.club. So please make sure you do that. And it's just really our way of saying thank you for hanging out with us here uh, in Club Pod. It's a private backdoor link that we share. But definitely check out uh, the May issue when that comes up because Amy Porterfield will be gracing the cover and uh, as our number one mom in podcasting for our second annual Top 50 Moms in Podcasting issue. All right, Yvonne, what is your question for Amy? Well, it's actually playing on what we've already kind of been talking about. So it's quite interesting. Um, so my podcast is very new and my business is very new. I'm a health coach and I um, started the podcast and it really helped me get over my imposter syndrome um, part of it. And so it, it has played a really big role in that. Um, but I'm at that point where, you know, I'm not making a lot of money yet. And it would be really nice if I could get some help with the podcast. If I had a sponsorship, for example, that would just cover the help of somebody editing it for me and doing some of those things because they don't get done because they're not my my thing they're not my they're not what I, I love to be and I you know you don't know what you're doing and so you just keep putting it off right and so the podcast and my business would grow immensely if I just gave that to somebody that knew what the hell they're doing okay right? so you want to know how to make a little bit of money from your podcast even when you're just getting started yeah like if, you know okay. just to even make enough to pay for the editing of somebody to yeah do it so, so that it would grow you know what I mean right like yeah that I, beginning part I've got an idea for you. So usually when you first start a podcast, if you don't have a lot of downloads, you're not going to get somebody who's going to want to sponsor your podcast because they're looking at your downloads. And so instead of doing it that way, find a few different tools, resources, whatever it might be that have affiliate partnerships with them. So let me give you an example. Let's say you are a weight loss coach. I know you're not, but let's say you're a weight loss coach and there's these certain shakes that you absolutely love and they have an affiliate program where every time somebody uh, gets a shake through your link, you get 10 bucks. So that kind of thing, you don't have to have a sponsorship. It's just an affiliate link that you're using on your podcast tomorrow on your podcast if you find some partners affiliate partners in that way and that is a great way to start making a little money in the beginning until you can get some sponsors that want to pay you for being on your podcast great idea yeah that would be yeah. perfect yeah yeah good thank luck you. with that thanks yeah thanks Yvonne good luck with that and uh and like Dr. J said you know just get started right get started then get it right then get it right all the time then ultimately teach it to others. So get in the game, and um, and that would be a really fast, easy way to start making at least a few bucks for sure from from the show. Marisha, let's kick it over to you. What is your question for Amy? Hey, everyone. Thanks for um, allowing me on the stage. So my question is, Steve, you mentioned um, recording and rolling it over. So I wanted to ask you, do you use a recording device or do you use a an app to record and then my question to Amy is what editing for podcasting <clears throat> excuse me what editing for podcasting do you use to um or do you hire out to do it and then also for um digital courses what's your favorite platform Kartra or Kajabi or another one yeah let me let me start with number one 
So a quick, so, uh, quick little game here on Clubhouse, which is the good old pull to refresh. So just pull it down, let that little thingy spin, and then you'll see that I just changed over my image. And so my new profile picture is a bit.ly link, so bit.ly slash club pod. You got to make sure it's a capital C, make sure it's a capital P. Yes, it's an affiliate link. Yes, I think I make a dollar if you buy something from Amazon through this. But actually, because I get that question all the time, I just put my equipment list right there at that link. So if you just click, uh, or just at, not right now, but at some point, go to bit.ly slash club pod, capital C, capital P. You'll see my exact equipment list that I am using. I am recording right now. When we end this, I'll do the exit music. I'll stop recording and I'll send that file out. Everything is there. Amy, you want to take question number two? Yes, and I love it. I just put the bit.ly right there. Hey, I get asked all the time. It's like, here you go. Just <laughs> That is so good. Easy peasy. So smart. Uh, so for um, my podcast, I use Pro Podcast Solutions. They have been my editors for years and years and years. I love them. Pro Podcast Solutions. And then my favorite platform for an online course is Kajabi. I've been using Kajabi for many years as well. And I use them because you don't need a programmer or a coder. And anyone on my team can upload videos, make changes, and customize our platform. So Kajabi is my favorite. Yeah, awesome. Thank you both so much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. And Marisha, make sure you're, um, it looks like you are. And thanks for showing some love to the club while you're here. Thanks to Irene and everybody else who's showing some love to the club while you guys are here. Uh, Make sure you keep an eye on the Club Pod schedule. As a matter of fact, if you go to clubpod.club, you'll see uh, we're starting to get a semblance of a schedule there. Uh, What you'll see is that there are lots and lots and lots of different conversations going on here in Club Pod. Some of them are about about production. Some of them are about tools and so on and so forth. So definitely lots of free education here all day long in in Club Pod. So just check out the schedule there, Marisha, because you may find that there are certain rooms that would be perfect for where you are on this podcast journey. Uh, Thank you so much. You are very welcome. Uh, Amy, before I get greedy, how how much of you do we have here? Okay, so I have a call in seven minutes. You do. Okay. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Good. Then we're going to fire through Sandy and Irene, and you mentioned Tiffany, so I wanted to make sure we gave Tiffany the opportunity to say hello uh, as well. Sandy, what is your question for Amy? Okay. Hi, Amy. Lovely to uh, be here live with you, and thanks, Steve. Um, I have a podcast that I am launching by the end of this month. I've been wanting to do it for 10 years, but finally doing it. Um, It's called Wildly Wealthy Women, and I help women break through their money blocks and transform their mindset so they can attract abundance. So it's mainly going to be me because about 15 years ago, I went from welfare to millionaire um, using the law of attraction, and I love sharing my tips. So it's going to be twice a week, but my question is, um, it's mainly me, but I want to bring in amazing women who've created abundance in their life, probably once a month or so. I'm just wondering, um, what is the best way or, or what what can you do within a reach out to a potential guest to kind of get them really interested in being on your podcast? Great question. I think one of the first things you want to make sure you do is when you invite somebody on your podcast, number one, you're going to talk about, hey, I've seen you talk about this topic or that topic. It would be perfect for this audience. And this audience, let me tell you about them because I think they are perfect for you. Meaning like you, there's got to be something in it for them. And if your audience is their audience as well, their ears are going to perk up. They're going to think, oh, okay, this is good. I can grow my audience by being on her podcast. Make it all about the person you're inviting and what is the win for them. Beautiful. Love that. Thank yeah, that's you so great much. advice. Good luck. Love that. Thanks. Irene, let's, uh, let's kick it over to you and then we'll, uh, we'll give Tiffany the opportunity to connect with Amy here and ask a question. But Irene, the floor is yours. Um, hi, Steve. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for letting me come on stage. I'm really thrilled to be on Club Pod. This is my first time. Um, so I'll keep it brief. So my question for you, Amy, um, pertains to um, email, email list. I have not been emailing my email list for two months. And I'm concerned about, you know, suddenly showing up to promote a uh, promote a, an offer that I've re- I'm really excited about. So let's, I'll love some tips on how you can re-engage your subscribers when you haven't been communicating with them for weeks, if not months. 
Okay. So one of the things that I think is important that you do is you email your list and you don't go on and on about, Hey, I haven't been around for a while. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Instead you say, I've got something fantastic for you. You're going to love it. And you create some kind of piece of content that they don't need to even opt in to get. They can just click and download and make Mm. the email very enticing to them that they realize, Oh, I've got to have this. So work on that subject line, study what works in terms of uh, subject lines to make sure they pay attention, email them, tell them why they need it. You created it just for them and re send that email out again to all unopens days later. I want you to at least send two emails, one to everybody next to only those that didn't open it up to give it a really good shot to get that freebie out there. Oh, that's awesome advice. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Irene. And, uh, and Roger, I want to make sure you have an opportunity just to, to say anything else before we uh, wrap here. But let's, uh, let's go over to Tiffany. And by the way, uh, if you guys, we've covered a lot of ground here, and it's hard to take notes, hard to get your hand going fast enough. I mean, obviously, you're listening, maybe you're typing, whatever it is, but you may have missed something as we go through this. Uh, we will release this also as an episode of Reinvention Radio. So you can keep an eye out on that. Uh, probably come out in, uh, in in a week or so. Tiffany, I want to make sure that you had the opportunity to, to have the floor. Really love everything that you're doing on Clubhouse as well. Uh, even if it's just a quick hello, I want to make sure you had that opportunity. Question for Amy or a quick hello? I have a question for there Amy. There you go. Thanks Perfect. Yeah. Up. I love seeing you all over Clubhouse. I'm you too. I'm going to fast because I know she has a meeting. I know, I know. Um, but first, I want to say hi to Roger because I worked with Shalene Johnson for 11 years and we used to do all of your vocal warm-ups before she got on stage. So hello, Roger. Love everything that you do. Um, Amy, I think this question will be super helpful, not just for me for selfish reasons, but for everyone who's listening right now. I don't have a podcast, but I like to call myself the semi-professional podcast guest. What are the best things that a guest can do to be an amazing guest, to create an amazing experience for your listeners on your podcast? And so they can prepare to show up with great information to share. Tiffany, I love this question. And here's the funny thing. The first tip I'm going to give you is to show up prepared. Now, on my podcast, if we're going to have a guest on, we send them a few questions and let them know what we're going to talk about. So my favorite guest is one that comes ready to answer those questions. They've taken notes, they've thought about it, and they're like, boom, right on the spot. And it's funny because Tiffany and I are in many clubhouses together. We're going to be in one tonight. And she always comes to a clubhouse even prepared. So you're like a dream guest on anybody's podcast, just for the record. The second thing is please, please, please have a really good system, not not expensive, but that you we can hear you okay. A lot of the times the audio is terrible and it's just like you're you're too far away or something scratchy. Do a little test run because if the audio is weird, I always feel bad as the podcaster to say, hey, can you fix your audio? Can you try this? Can you log back in? That kind of thing. Do a little test before you come on just to make sure everything is good to go. Being prepared with your content and being prepared with your audio to me are the two things that make a great guest when you come on my show. So good. So good. And Steve, can I give you a super quick tip that you didn't ask for? Yeah, please. Your bit.ly, for those of you guys that don't know, bit.ly is case sensitive. Yeah, case sensitive. I'm going to bet you a hundred (laughs) bucks that if you created a resource page on your website, like I have on mine mm. that you're going to quadruple your affiliate sales. No, and then you could do that. something free like kit.co to organize it. DM me. I'll help you out. But oh, the DM is coming. Make more money for Do it. Love it. Make more money. I guarantee it. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thanks we love so much. Yeah, for sure. We love so much money on the table of the years. It's not even funny. I wish I knew you and Amy and Roger and everybody else over the years. I might even have a voice. Roger, um, just a quick goodbye to Amy because I, I, we got to let her go. I'm going to say goodbye to Amy, but I also want to, I want everyone who's listening to use Amy and you, Steve, as, as, uh, as amazing guides, because one of the things that, that Amy does better than anyone is when she speaks, she is so in the moment. Mm. She is so emotionally and specific to being in the moment. Those of you that are working on podcasts and, and presentations, you get too ca- caught up in this whole idea that you have to sound perfect or that you have to write it all out and script it all out. But it sounds like so, so many times that you're reading yeah. instead of being. And what you've just experienced with, for an hour with Amy is she's every second in every moment just being. And that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the goal mm. to reach for you to be in a conversation, not in a dissertation. There you go. 
Well, Roger, thank you so much. What a compliment. I really appreciate it, especially coming from you. So thank you. My pleasure. That's awesome. Thanks, Roger. And do join us at 5 p.m. Pacific tonight when we bring Roger Love and Craig Clemens here into Club Pod. Amy, thank you so much. I know you got to jump. I will talk to you really, really soon. Anything else before you go? Just thank you so much, Steve. This has been such an honor. I really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me be a part of your magazine as well. That is extra special to me. And everybody, thanks for being here and happy podcasting. Bye, guys. You got it. All right. So let's do this. We're going to wrap up here this edition of Lunch with the Legends. Make sure that you are following Club Pod. If you are not yet, follow me, follow Roger, follow Tiffany as well. We're all all here working hard for you, trying to help you do whatever we can here on Clubhouse. And again, go to clubpod.club. You'll be able to see the schedule of some things that we've got going on here. We're going to update that as just uh, as, as often as we can. And ultimately, our goal here as we add more international club pod leaders is to really try to get 24-7, 365 programming going on here in Club Pod. Our goal, our mission is to really elevate the podcast industry one room at a time. So really hope you've enjoyed Today's session of Lunch with the Legends with Amy Porterfield and a special guest, Roger Love, jumping in. And uh, just so cool to, to have you here, Roger. Looking forward to our session together. And as a reminder, please make sure that you do go to clubpod.club where you can also pick up a free lifetime subscription to Podcast Magazine as our way of saying thank you for hanging out with us. If you're listening to the podcast edition here, join us live on uh, on Clubhouse. We'd love to have you as part of the conversation and of course, for all of you who are here listening live on Clubhouse, make sure you check out Reinvention Radio. We've got over a thousand episodes and we've sat down with amazing people uh, over the years. And if you missed any of those uh, episodes, they're all there for you. We'll make it official here and talk to you guys next time here on Club Pod and a very special edition here of Reinvention Radio. Take care, everybody. You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit reinventionradio.com. 